Phoebe heard a commotion coming from somewhere outside, and, leaving her food, ran to see if she might be of any help. She stopped in her tracks when she saw the dishevelled group of soldiers, some carrying others. What's happened? Dr. Parslow called as he joined her, closely followed by Dr. Marshall, Hetty and several orderlies and nurses. Trouble at the bullring, one of them replied, clearly distressed by his friend's head injury and what he had witnessed. Phoebe had heard of the infamous training grounds in the sand dunes nearby. Soldiers she had treated claimed being at the front was preferable to being in the army base camp. Phoebe had thought it exaggeration, but now she wasn't so sure. I want you two to help take this man through to admissions, Dr. Parslow said, pointing to two orderlies. Nurse Robertson, kindly take this gentleman, he hesitated, staring past Phoebe as he thought. And the others who are uninjured for something to eat and drink? Yes, Dr. Parslow. She waited for the injured men to be taken away, and then motioned for those waiting behind. Please follow me this way. The weary-looking group followed her to the canteen. Phoebe got them each a cup of tea and something to eat, then sat with them, curious to know what had happened. How did those men get hurt? she asked. There was a mumbling, and several of the soldiers spoke at once, until one of them raised his hand and the others went quiet, allowing him to speak. Trouble broke out on Sunday. That was three days ago, mate. The man, a sandy-haired private who Phoebe assumed could be no older than twenty-five, closed his eyes and shook his head. Was it? So much has happened. I've struggled to keep track of time. She supposed they were also probably suffering from shock. Sorry, he said. I was telling you what happened, wasn't I? It's fine. You don't have to if you'd rather not. No, I want to. People should know. He took a mouthful of his tea and swallowed. It's a terrible place, and yesterday there was an altercation with one of the New Zealanders. He was arrested. Phoebe was horrified. Arrested? What for? Apparently, he tried to bypass the military police pickets at the bridges, he explained, his eyes wide. They were there to stop access to Latuke. Another of the soldiers continued. It's common knowledge that men visiting the township walked across the mouth of the river when it was low tide. I think, though, that in this chap's case, the tide had come in, and so he used the bridge and was caught by one of the red caps. Then he was locked in a cell. It was disgusting, one of the other soldiers added. Uncalled for, but typical of that place. What happened after that? she prompted. A crowd amassed, and we were all pretty irate by then. They did let him go, but there was too much bad feeling by that time. It's not the first terrible thing that has happened, the other soldier interjected. Nah, another chipped in. It was just what lit the flame and set us all off. The original private gave them both withering looks, and they sat back and focused on their tea and the bowls of soup and bread in front of them. Then we heard shooting. Phoebe gasped horrified. I heard that a corporal was killed, the private said. I think a local woman was injured too, but I heard she was going to be all right. How then were the men you brought in heard? The private and his companions exchanged glances, seemingly deciding whether or not to tell her. We marched through the town today and, he thought for a moment, there was a riot. A riot? He nodded. It sounds bad, but tension has been building since Sunday, and it sort of happened. Your friends were hurt in the rioting then, I imagine, 
He shook his head. No, they brought in cavalry and machine gun squadrons, and we knew we had run out of any chance to keep going without a lot of us being killed. Everyone began to disperse, and we brought those blokes here to be treated. Nurse Richardson, we need dressing, Matron called from the doorway, and Phoebe said a quick farewell to the soldiers and rushed back to her post. Why hadn't she given herself more time to grieve, she wondered, for the hundredth time since signing up for British Red Cross Voluntary Aid Detachment's training that summer. What made her think she was in the right state of mind to focus on anything, having just lost both her parents and her brother Charlie in a Zeppelin attack? Phoebe felt her lack of steeliness keenly and hated that she wasn't as good at the job as she had imagined she would be.